just about to see the glee in your eyes and the smile on your face because Santa's about to come, Tim, and we're back. He's not too far away. I'm not sure if I've been nice enough for Santa, but well, time I, to tell. I've just got a question. Last year I found some coal in a sack. What does that normally mean, Tim? No, I think I said last week, Mark, it's not coal anymore. Apparently he sends um, rotten potatoes. Oh, <laughs> I don't, don't know, know I don't know when it changed, but my kids inform me, if you're not good, rotten potatoes. Rotten potatoes. Mate, it's... That would actually smell worse, wouldn't it? I'm not sure. I, I, I don't want either. No, I don't want either anyway. But I'm sure that you've been a good boy, Tim, and, and you might have even been given... I don't know about you, but I've been given a few days off by Santa. Uh, a little bit of time off, Mark, but, yeah, we've still got, we've got a bit of a rotating roster, so people, if they want to look at a house... And buy a house or list a house or all those things. Be or list a house for rental. That they're all. We will definitely have somebody to talk to them. But I, I, I just made me think about it because everybody's in a different mode um, over the break, and I'm thinking something we've talked about all the time. I think it's a perfect activity for this time of the year, Tim. What is it? Research. Ah, oh, okay. Something, now, how... something we don't do for the show. <laughs> no. We... I think you asked just before we start, normally most weeks, what are we going to talk about, don't you? Normally. <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I, I think we've been really big on, it's a good time of the year, whilst hopefully you've got a little bit of time off, and just to, to even do some tours around to the area that you want to look at, you know, have mm-hmm. a look at what's been sold, get some old newspapers out, do as much as you can. We don't use newspapers much anymore, but get on the internet and do a bit of a search and make sure you're ready, because I think... Generally, what happens in January when everybody comes back, Tim, what happens? I don't know. What happens? It's usually a pretty busy month, isn't it? Yeah, it does get busy. So, so I, th- I think if you're ready and you're ready to, and you know what you're going to do, then you're in a better spot than somebody who just has a nice break, has a few too many pina coladas while they're in the sun, um, mm. and then they get miss out. I think with the power of the internet, Mark, if you commit to spending as little as... If you sat down for two hours one day and two hours the next day on realestate.com on the sold section or, or one of the portals, maybe two hours one day going through some souls, maybe the next day if you jumped in the car and then went and drove past. Yeah, I think that one's really properties. important just to drive past to get a feel of the areas that you're looking at. I think you would know as much about maybe the local immediate sales as a lot of real estate agents. Like with the power of the internet, you can become a local expert. And there's no point comparing sales from, unless you want to track what the market's done, from any more than six to 12 months ago, because the market has moved. They're I, almost around. I actually think 12 months is too far now, well, Tim. It is. I think it's three to six. That's why I said six to 12. Months. Oh, yeah, you just, yeah. you just got out of that. Didn't you? Zero to six months, probably. Well, it depends on that. Depends on where, like if you're, I just got to probably up here in. You know, when you're so there's been so many transactions, you would only have to go back three months. Yeah, that's absolutely right. But there right. might be some areas where there's less transactions. If you're in Deril, there hasn't been as many. So to try and get a gauge, you might need to go back a little bit further and then make an adjustment for the for the price. I saw something today. I think I only half looked at it, but it was I think nationally over the last twelve months, house prices have gone up twenty two percent. Yeah, well, I've looked at figures here for Ballarat, and it's twenty nine point seven percent across the board. And there's some some suburbs have gone up ridiculous amounts, Which, but that's still a lot. Yeah, in I suppose dollar terms, what's that? So a five hundred thousand dollar house has gone to 
you know, six fifty, something like that. A- absolutely, and you know, if you if you look at it, something that was around your three hundred mark, it's over four hundred now because there yeah. seems to be a bit of a more of an increase at that lower end of the market. Yeah, but yeah. I think you know the whole idea is we've talked about it with just about every topic we've done this year is, is do some research. So why, Mark? Why should someone spend two hours looking up solves and then get in the car and go drive around for two hours? Well, they need to know because the market's still fast and we don't believe it's going to slow down. And that's even with trying to get a good rental as well. Mm-hmm. That if you're not ready to make your move when you see something and you then do your research, chances are you're too late, that somebody's already made an offer that, that could have been accepted and you miss out on the opportunity. I was hoping that's what you'd say, yeah. So from both sides, so purchasers, it's really important to know that, you know, whatever you're about to put an offer in, you know, you're somewhere in the ballpark. Um, And also from a vendor's perspective, you'd be thinking about selling. I mean, people will get agents out to give them an indication on price. I always like to think most vendors can probably work that out pretty (laughs) closely themselves, but... The agent should be able to confirm it, but the agent's more about offering what strategy they're going to do and how they're going to make sure they get the best price. I, but I think that's absolutely true. I, can, I can't recall an appraisal of either a sale or a rental property where they don't have an idea of what they want. Yeah. You know, and then it's, I suppose, whether that's achievable or how that's achievable. But I think it's really, really important that you do do your research because I don't think the market's going to slow much, Tim. Yeah. I mean, one thing... I agree, Mark, research, but I'll tell you a conversation I had with someone this morning. They live in A Street, doesn't matter where it is, and they want to buy the next door neighbour's property. So they they approach them and the property is worth, you know, roughly about a million dollars. And I said to them, you know, down the track it'll probably have some subdivision potential. I said, even if you pay an extra twenty percent which is, you know, way, yeah. way over the odds, which is yes. 200000 which we both agreed. I spoke to this guy, he agreed. He's like, yeah, like that's, that's a lot of money. But I said in 20 years' time, when it is subdividable, 10, 20 years' time, that's just going to be so... You won't notice that increase, will you? And, and I think yeah. that happens with a lot of people that, that they might have thought that they've paid top dollar. Yeah. I wonder if they've paid too much. I was actually do, doing a final inspection with a gentleman this week, and at the time he thought he just... He, pushed all the way he could on purchasing this property and he wondered if he'd bought too much. He actually happily told me, and we're only talking about 60 days later, that it, that since then he's been assured that he didn't pay too much because it would have cost him another fifteen to 20000 yeah. already. So I think that's it. It's no use looking at it in isolation, but if you look back on it, you'll find that if you really want it, it's worth that push. And it depends on the, you know, what the... the point of the property purchase is now if this person was buying pure and in investment property in Wendery and there's another 20 of them I wouldn't recommend he pays 20 percent over the market or or what it's worth in inverted commas but in this case he's trying to purchase something off market that long term is going to have massive potential it's next door so it has all sorts extra ramifications so you know that sort of makes sense but so you can do research but you've got to also think about the long term what's the point of the purchase yeah and i think that's really really important and i think the other thing that happens at this time of the year is whilst people are sitting there decisions are made that have probably been sitting there for a while too there's a lot of movement around this time mm. of year yeah a lot of jobs are seasonal 
Um, when I say seasonal, I'm thinking of things like teachers and students yep. moving into an area. There are others, but there are certain things. Contracts in a lot of health health systems, they come up at the same time each year. So it's a matter of just being ready to push the button and whatever you're wanting to do. But it's a great time to take stock. So is it a good time to put my house on the market? Look, you know I'm going to answer that it's always a good time to put your house on the market, but being informed as you do so is always a great thing. Uh, but it certainly is a great time. We all know that properties look good with the sun shining. Um, you, there's a few people who think the same thing, so there's probably a bit more competition, but it also means that people can make decisions because they've got those other properties to look at. So I think it's an, always an excellent time. I think it's almost as much about if you want people coming through your property during this time like inspections or if you want just some peace the highest number of views uh per year like for the month january is the highest number of views of realestate.com for the year now i will say a lot of those views may be of people who are sitting at home and after a week get a bit bored and think they'll check out real estate so the inquiry might not be there but a lot of people do have time they start thinking planning reassessing all those things so I've got clients, we worked out today, we're going to put it on the market Thursday before Christmas. You know, yeah, we, 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 got, we got people around to show buyers through, they've bought another property, they want to sell it, why I not? Think, I think time's the big thing too, Tim, that people have a bit more time, finally, mm. because we've had a, you know, for a year where we were exceptionally busy all the time. And I, I think of the property that I'm currently in now that I'm renovating, we bought that as an investment property. And when did we buy it? We bought it this time of the year because we had the time, or when I say this time of the year, just after Christmas. And it's because we had the time to actually go and have a look at it and thought, oh, you know what? We weren't looking for a house. We drove past it. We saw it. We thought, well, that, that might suit us. We had the time. If we were really busy, we wouldn't have looked at it. We wouldn't have purchased it. So there is that added ability that people are moving about with a bit more time. Plenty of properties will still sell. It is. There will be less properties come on the market over the next three weeks compared to normal that's how it is and it mostly often is maybe the agents going away that's that's part of it and they might say oh, just wait till next year but i think for a lot of people it's more they just want to have a break and not yeah. have their house on the market as such and i hear things like oh it doesn't matter because we can't do anything because the solicitors aren't there yeah. but that doesn't stop to have fully signed contracts and things such as that yeah so if we can we can sell houses during lockdowns i think we should be yeah, able I to think, work our way through that. I think we proved this year that that's really, really mm. possible. Now, Tim, didn't I think you got a question on our auction thing that we did last mm, we week? Did. So we did. So it was well, an interesting one. Well, two things. Someone else noticed that uh, you said um, private sale instead of private treaty. So you well, know, I'm just glad that, that I'm glad that they're out there. And so just to clarify that one, private sale is if you sell your property to me off market so to speak i come and knock on your door mark so i want to buy this we do a deal privately private treaty is uploaded through it's small things, it's a small thing I, but I, I enjoyed picking you up yes on it. i know because you've got me once in the whole time that we were doing yes. podcasts and i'm not i'm not going to go back on the ones that i picked you up on i tend to do that off podcast but that's okay that's fine but one that is one. confusing yeah well we spoke about auctions what's a duck's auction well, you're going to say that I should know this with a Vostenbosch as a surname, which is Dutch. Yes. But it's a really interesting thing. And I, a lot of people get this wrong. Well, I'll tell you what everyone thinks. 
You tell me what, what they think it is, Tim. Oh, you know, Mr. Agent, I don't want to get involved in a duck auction going back and forth. So people think a duck auction is, you know, I offer 500, we go to Mark, you offer 505, go back to me, 510, 515. That's a duck auction. It's, it's, exci- it's, it's not. interesting. They all think that, but it's absolutely incorrect. So a Dutch auction is in fact ran the reverse order to a mm. standard auction. So if you're saying a property is going to be somewhere around about 600 to 700,000, the auction might start at a million dollars and then it would come down in increments, often equal increments, until somebody decides I'm going to bite the bullet and I'm going to purchase. So the Dutch auction starts at the bottom. So it goes to the so, top and goes down to the bottom. So it goes a million. 990, 980, 970, 970,000, 960,000, is that there will be a level of things that you must have to be able to bid at the auction. If you if you have those things, they then will start that Dutch auction at a high point, hoping that somebody's going to get nervous, and it's usually a major company in those circumstances, and they'll say, that's me. And then it, it's all it, over. It takes it really puts pressure on the buyer, doesn't it? It takes away that, oh, we can just keep yeah. going up and I can think about and decide. This is like, if someone else puts their hand up first, you it's, it's like... Poker face a lot. It's really interesting. If you're in a room where it happens, they're all watching each other to see if they're looking like they're going to go. Because the interesting thing about the Dutch auction, it's over. Once somebody's in and everything's been satisfied, it's over. So you don't get another chance. So so I I don't know, but let's say... You know, we're doing a Dutch auction and it starts at six and the reserve's 500. So they go 510, 500, no one bids, I'll pass the property in, I assume. That's correct. If it gets to a point, they say, no, well, we're going to open the, open the property up to offers yeah. um, at, that, at that time, which is really something interesting. And I think, I, I look like it'd be lovely to try one at a residential auction um, one stage, Tim, because it'd be interesting. But you are right, they think, they think that um, uh, real estate agents are, are doing a Dutch auction going backwards mm. and forwards, where in fact they're not. That's just negotiation. Yeah. That is simply negotiation. People may not like that form of negotiation, but that's what it is. Yeah, it's interesting. I, I now, I learned that years ago, and I now um, inform people when they say Dutch auction, I educate them a little <laughs> bit. They, it never sort of really seems to put them at ease, but anyway, yeah. Yeah, so it's the ultimate fear of missing out in a Dutch mm. auction. Um, yeah. I, I actually think... It's a really interesting fall. And the reason why you would do it is that obviously you're hoping that somebody gets nervous and they buys it above market value. Yeah. Yeah. Where I suppose as us selling property, we tend to be a bit more fair. And as you say, just like the auction we'll be doing this Saturday, it'll, we'll be looking at the person who actually bids the most going from the bottom to the top. Oh, is it too late to change that day's auction, Mark? Just oh, I'd love Dutch to. Auction? I'd love to. <laughs> it would be, could you imagine me having fun doing that? Oh, oh, I'd just have a, I'd have a ball, I'd, Tim. I'd, I'd be nervous. Um, <laughs> anyway, good quest, good couple of... One, good pickup and 
B, good question. Oh, absolutely good pickup. It just proves that we've got very intelligent listeners mm-hmm. out there, Tim. Yes. And occasionally we let those listeners down. Yes. Well, you maybe. Well, now, I, you know, we could get into this, but I don't think we need to. No, let's not. We, let's finish on a positive. Well, what about year. Carol's? Look, let's Carol's, Carol's. We're, again, we're really proud that we're part of yep. it again this year. And, and I just hope, and I think everybody here, I'm certain that you do as well, Tim, just hope that we get people there to have a great time, to enjoy it. It's a really expanded carols with um, a football section from Western United. There is um, Springfest with their stalls. There will be food trucks. There will be a movie screening of the Elf. And then that's all before we get into the, into the carols. So I think great day and great night. And we're, we're cooking a barbecue. We are, mate. You'll see the Harcourt's... Uh, uh, barbecue there which is hard to miss will be on the main concourse yep. as you come in don't be scared to come over and uh, say hello how, how about this i'm sure we're raising money or we can we, take are, we are raising money. what about this i reckon mark if anyone turns anyone who turns up to our barbecue and says they listen to the podcast what are we going to do 10 bucks each we well, have to do something, won't we? I hope right. it doesn't break us, though. No, well, I'm, I'm pretty confident we don't have many, <laughs> many listeners. So there you go. If you listen to this and you come along and you mention it, listen to the thing, I'll donate 10 bucks for every person who says. Unbelievable, Tim. Yeah. That's the sort of bloke you are. Yeah. You know? And if you're looking, and, and, and if we don't come back next year, you, you, you know, know that we're that's broke. it. Yeah. We're broke. And, and we're if gone. you're looking for us, just look for the long and the short of it, because you're a bit tall and I'm a bit short, mate. Yeah, exactly. We were going to yeah. call our podcast that, but somebody already had it. Yeah, I know, I know. But come along, buy a sausage, mention the podcast, have fun. And I think that's it. This is it's been a it's been a tough year for some, and we'll just say that this is the time to not have fights, just to actually enjoy people's company, have a good time relax and come back stronger next year and hopefully with less interruption from that whatever that thing is that's flying around all the time yeah sounds good so, Mark. Don't hey, keep, hey, keep on having new names for a team i know it keeps changing but i hope everyone has a good christmas absolutely we'd like to thank our regular listeners even though tim is jake we do have a few of those yes um, we do particularly if we don't mention the underground we'll be oh, in big Jeff, trouble yeah i wonder yeah. he might have to work christmas i don't know what they do well, down there yeah, it's interesting i've got some you, you, we never think about that, but there are people that work through Christmas. Plenty and, of people, yeah. And um, I suppose it's just about being nice to them when and giving them a break when they don't when they finally get off. Of yeah, well, Jeff might dress up as Santa down there. Do you think? He, oh, he, I reckon he looks have, a bit like. Tell you what, I reckon he could do well, a great. He grew, Santa. Be, yeah, if he grew the beard, I reckon he'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> do you reckon it'd be white enough, or would you just yeah, dot, 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 dot it? Might be a bit grey, I think. Maybe. Well, there might have been yeah. a bit of red in there too. Uh, too. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah but that's okay. But look, in all seriousness, um, next year we'll be back. We'll, we'll continue doing this podcast for those who like listening to us. Um, if you do think of anything over the Christmas while you're doing your research or you're relaxing and you've got a topic, we're going to have a few guests next year. Well, hopefully COVID's making it hard. But even so, yeah, I've got a few in mind. And even if people want someone on some specific topic, like, as long as it's somewhat related to real estate, yeah, um, and it doesn't let us know and we'll get someone in. It doesn't have to be the mainstream part of real estate as well. My goodness, we've talked about Dutch auctions after all. There you all. go. And we might just get a few of uh, 
our fellow workers and embarrass them. We might do a roving podcast one day. Maybe, yeah. So, you know, we'll carry it around like a little studio and we'll embarrass a few people in our building. What do you think, Tim? I think that sounds like a very good idea, Mark. So, mate, I hope to you and yours, thank you for putting up with me on the podcast for these last couple of years. It is a, and, it is a, it is a lot to take um, on, but that's look, okay. I know, you know, I'm only the one that lugs this big PA around and sets it all up for you, comes in like the star that you are and just sits yeah. behind the mic. Yeah, and then just leaves and does no work. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, in all honesty, it's been, a, it's been a, a, an interesting year. But I think um, for us personally in the office, it's actually ended up a very good year. Yeah, it's been very good. And the, like, this is just a bit of fun, the podcast for us, isn't it, Mark? We enjoyed chatting, so that's fine. If we were too serious, we might research it, Tim. Yes. No, <laughs> no, no fear of that. Yeah, we talk about it. We do zero. So yeah, anyway. but it is nice every now and then you come across somebody said, oh, I listened to you on the podcast. Mm. It's, it's always a bit of fun. But we just hope that you're all having fun out there and you have a great uh, Christmas and New Year's and come back in this new year called 2022. So a bit of the, uh, what was that Rick, cricket bloke? Richie Benno used to do yes. two. So lots of twos. He's not around to do it, but yes. 2022. Oh, that's a bit South African really, isn't it? Yes, it is. I'm not going to attempt it. Well, let's I think let's you should, just say... I think you off. should do the final sign-off then, Tim. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs>